Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Well, Broads, before we get into this episode, I just have to let you know this. I'm a pretty easy girl to please when it comes to the holidays, okay? Sure, jewelry is nice, and I won't turn down a nice new pair of shoes, but give me a box of cookies, and I am one happy broad. But not not just any cookies. I am talking about Mrs. Fields, okay? My nickname in high school because I always had a Mrs. Fields cookie with me. I'm obsessed. Mrs. Fields delivers <laughs> fresh baked gourmet treats like gooey cookies, melts in your mouth vermouth brownies, oh my gosh, delicious stop. handcrafted confections right to your front door. I'm drooling. Yeah, I'm just too. drooling. Um, while you won't catch us turning down a cookie any time of the year, Mrs. Fields is particularly great for the holidays because they have a massive amount of holiday gift baskets and they have cookie tins and both of those make the perfect gifts. So you can get 20% off site-wide with code chatty at mrsfields.com. And that's 20% off at mrsfields.com with code chatty. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, 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 broads. It's a Bachelorette Monday recap. We haven't had a, a Bachelorette Monday in quite some time. It's I mean, like the it's olden Tuesday. days. It's like ancient days before the pandemic. Jess, I just saw that schedule that we posted on the Chatty Broads Instagram, mm-hmm. and I can't believe we're about to roll into the Bachelor season. Can you believe? Can you Do I look dead believe? inside yet? <laughs> I'm I'm really excited. I'm very interested, especially because it seems like a very different uh, talking about Matt James bachelor season seems like a very different covid filming. It looks like they're in 17 different countries via the previews. And it's like snowy and stuff, right? Yes. Also, I like the look of the new chalet or whatever is going on. I know it looks very, very chic. He definitely got a different experience. Not so much sweating as all of the other people in this past season have been getting. But Speaking of Matt James's season, we are going to be doing. Everyone's been asking about the bios for Matt's, oh yeah, we'll for be Matt's doing the cast. Men. Don't you worry. That'll just be coming out the day of Matt's season airing that night. So the morning, what a perfect of, time, perfect timing. And I think maybe we can uh, corral Evan and Grayston to do it again. I love that. Do idea. a little date night. You know, I love that idea. <laughs> we love. Is that. it all released? Yes, it's okay. all released. All right, it's all right, all, all right. I'm I'm ready. My body is ready. My body is ready too. But I I agree. When I was looking at that calendar that we posted with all of the Bachelorette episodes coming up, Jesus, something started to hit me, and I was like, so recently I've had a hard time falling asleep, and mm. I used to just you know watch reality TV, YouTube's to fall asleep, but lately I've been watching Saw. Oh, but- you know the movie. Are you okay? <laughs> Someone check in on Jess. I, I legit. I'm telling you right now. I I uh, have never watched the Saw movies in my life because I was always too like I love a horror movie, but I'm like these are way too gory. Yeah. I won't watch them. I finally turned one on and I fell asleep during it. Okay. And then it's been helping me fall asleep, which is horrifying. And then I started to realize this is what 
watching people go through oh my God. traumatic reality experiences doing to my brain oh my God. that it's stimulated so intensely all the time that the only thing that will lull, lull me to sleep is a gory horror Jesus movie. Jesus Christ. You know what, though? <laughs> when I was pregnant, whenever we'd watch a horror movie, I would fall asleep in it. And I think sometimes it's like your body's reaction to be like, I can't handle this anymore. I'm just going to fall asleep. Yes. I always used to fall asleep in or, the middle of terrifying Or also shit. like when there's so much going on in your own brain mm. that's super overwhelming to watch that happening just elsewhere. Overstimulation. Uh-huh. But when I watch reality TV now, I'm so engaged thinking about like, okay, well, I got to, is this connected here? And is this connected here? And should I take notes here? And da, 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 da. So now Saw is making me fall asleep. Are you going to be one of those people that's like going to be become addicted to like gore content? I don't think so because I still close my eyes during the parts in Saw. <laughs> Maybe that's what puts you to sleep. Maybe. <laughs> Point is, is that I've watched so much of The Bachelor and Bachelorette for so many years that it's almost like my nerves are fried, mm. that it doesn't get me there anymore, that like I need Saw to, fall, to help me fall asleep. Well, I mean, going along those lines, I got to say this was one of the more boring mental alls. Actually, no, I, I liked it because it was short and succinct. We love a half episode mental all. I, I say was, we do that this. Was all I needed. This is what we need to do over and over and over. I guess again. it wasn't boring. It was just tame. It was tame. Also, remember last year we called it the women yell all because oh. it was or last the, season it please was. Please God, please don't let that. Ha- the women tell all has gotten progressively worse throughout the years. Each year it somehow tops out the last one with just horribleness, and somehow it feels an hour longer every single time. This was yes. plenty. We got it. We we found out exactly what we needed to, but also there was still enough lingering. Yeah, that I have question marks. I needed to know more about Noah and Bennett. Like that that Chris Harrison cut that shit off real quick. Well, I have I have theories on why I think Chris Harrison cut that shit off real quick. I'll get into that. I can't wait. But I think I saw that Nick is going to have Noah on his podcast on Wednesday. So I bet he'll find out some tea. I'm so jealous. Noah. I know. What the fuck? <laughs> but okay, before we dive into the this whole episode, we do have to talk some tea. Okay. okay? First and foremost, um, Speaking of the men tell all, mm-hmm. okay, uh, I received over the past week and a half mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a lot of messages regarding Noah and Bennett separately, okay? Okay. Like firsthand experiences, okay. school, et cetera, okay? Oh, now, yes. Now. I just got shivers down my spine. The, the, them good chills. Now. I don't feel comfortable okay. revealing any yeah. of it because I, you know, it's just you need That's more totally confirmation. And I appreciate everyone sending those yeah. messages. But I will say this okay. walking away from all these messages, all of the ones regarding Noah were positive, and all of the ones regarding Bennett were negative. So take it or leave it. They could all be, I don't know. You know, I don't want to, I can't, like I said, I don't want to share any because it's, I, I am so glad. I mean, I've been, I've been like, you know, crinkling my toes. What do you call it when you're like squeezing them? Like, like like a toe cringe, toe curl, (laughs) curling my toes. I don't know. Like just sort of hanging on to be like, Oh God, I hope I'm right about Noah. Like, I hope I'm right about Noah. I hope I haven't been like gassing him this whole time to just, you know, be yeah. just t- totally wrong. But I'm telling you, the more like I hear and see, the more I get the impression that he is a nice guy. Yeah, I think so, too. I think, again, I, th- I think there are immaturities there for sure. But um, yeah, th- 
and I just want to say this too about the Bennett stuff. Nothing scandalous. Yeah. Like, oh my God, horrible. Or anything it bad. Was, bad. No, nothing just, bad. Like, impressions. It, it's just, it was just, you know, not wonderful. Yeah. It, they weren't like supporting, supporting messages like the ones about Noah. Just like rude. Also some fun tea. And again, you know, um, a message and uh, actually two messages uh, regarding the fact that apparently like two weeks ago, from two different people, Bennett and Ed were spotted together <laughs> at Margalo. <laughs> Where the fuck is that? Margalo? What is that? Well, Margalo is the country club that um, Donald Trump owns. Shut up. Um, that's in Florida. And it was also like all over the Epstein documentary. Like, you know, it's, it's well, he got kicked out. It's a whole thing. But it, it's all like the elites hang out there. And it's, yeah. What the fuck? So Ed, Ed and Bennett were apparently there together, spotted. But it's like a private, private uh, club. So insiders sent messages. I don't have any photos, but I believe I believe that one for sure. Like, what <laughs> look is he going? Like, it's just Bennett is just too much for me. It's, it's like too he much. goes off this thing of like, I'm not privileged and like I'm a nice. I I, I don't even know. I'm not a Harvard d bag, and he's like, let's go to Margalo <laughs> and have some G and T's. Definitely, lots of martinis were consumed. Oh God, lots of martinis were I can't, consumed. Ed is just again, just like the henchman. I just can't. Oh Ed. Well, okay. And then the last bit of tea before diving okay. in, and this was a big one that was all over this week, all yeah. over the papers. Um, extra, extra, <laughs> extra, extra. Read all about it. Tasha's ex was on reality. Steve, yes, you messaged me about this. I never listened. Did you listen? Oh, okay. So I listened in pieces. I'll be real okay. with you. I couldn't bring myself to actually like listen to the whole thing because I was so frustrated that I ended up just reading the transcripts mm. instead of actually listening to the whole thing because I was very peeved listening to yeah, it. Yeah, it seems like not a nice way to spend your time. Well, I'll say this. Um, Who does that? It's like so dumb to come on and be like, I'm the cheater, but it wasn't the way it seems. And then like, I don't know. It's just, I think in his head, probably because his circle is talking about it a lot, he thinks it's the best idea. But now everyone knows who this douchebag is. Well, that's the thing. So she's never actually said his name right. or post. Obviously, people can find things. Yeah. But, you know, he went on. And it, so to, to play the one side. Sure. Okay, it's his right. His ex is on reality TV. So technically, like if his story's being talked about, like it's his right to go on and also talk about it. But I'm going to tell you this, not a great look on my, uh, in my opinion, or it didn't come off really great because what he spent the mass majority of his time doing was saying that the way that Tasha has portrayed the fact that their marriage ended because of cheating hasn't been fair. He says that she, his... She pushed him to cheat. Basically. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you know, you and I... Beck and I talked last week uh, about like, we have, you know, probably more... We, we have grace for cheaters. We, we, maybe we, more we than we more, should. Yes, yes. So, so or at least the, um, the openness to be like, people can change and yeah. whatever. And listen, guy. Okay. He basically came out and said that uh, Tasha 
was checked out of the marriage a while beforehand, like wasn't emotionally there. And then he cheated, but it was only the one time. And then finally after that, she said that she'd go to couples. I'm using finally, I'm saying this sarcastically. Finally after that, she would go to couples therapy with him. And then it ended up um, ending. And he's like, well, so, you know, it was just the one time and it wasn't just a one-sided thing because like she had checked out. He's like, but also like she wasn't doing what I expected, bringing in monetarily what I thought was going to happen. Oh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You go on Are like you? if you're going to set the record straight, you better have some fucking tea to spill. You, you better like you better spill some tea. Instead, you're going to go on and say that she should have made more money and should have been like a little more present in the marriage. And that's why you cheated. Like you look Are like a fucking joking? idiot, bro. Listen, if you're going to come on Reality Steve and be like, well, here's the thing. We were both cheating on each other. And now I'm getting painted as the cheater, but she doesn't talk about how we were both cheating. Then I'd be like, all right, this is a little more of a conversation that it was a mutual yeah. cheating experience. Yeah. Okay. But what he said, it was so frustrating. And it was like, hey, guy, guess what? But like you cheated, though. Yeah. So you're going to just go on reality, Steve, to be like, well... She just, you know, wasn't what I expected in the marriage. So, so instead of me communicating or maybe <laughs> I, leaving the marriage, I decided to fuck someone else. And like, how and don't he, you think that's reasonable? And he, and he felt the need, he said, to go on reality, Steve, because she keeps bringing up his cheating that he says that he's having to explain this to more people than he'd like to. Well, well there are consequences. There are consequences to actions, okay? And again, in this whole thing, she's never mentioned his actual name. And the only time that he got brought up recently where they were like, oh, her, you know, everyone was reporting the ex is coming back, the yeah. ex is coming back. Taisha went to bat for him a couple weeks ago and was like, leave his name out of your mouth. This is not mm. about him. I decided to go on the show. She was very vocal about that and protecting his name. Yeah ridiculous yeah that's just stupid and I it was, makes, it's such a bad look it's just such a bad look i was enraged like that's why i couldn't actually listen to it because i just was so frustrated it's just we all know that guy right it's just oh gosh it was like no anyways just had to say that because i had a lot of strong opinions listening to it and i was yelling by myself in my bedroom listening to it and then reading it yeah, I'm sure no one was really changed to his side after and that. As far as I know, our goddamn queen, Tasha, hasn't even acknowledged it. Yeah. Like, what a move. Okay. What a move that this comes out, everyone's talking about it, and she doesn't even. Who nope. cares? He's irrelevant. Yep. She's with her new mans now. Which, after this. Well, maybe. Shut up. Well, no. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. You were saying after this episode. Do you know something I don't know? No, but I'm starting to get really nervous about something. Really? What? So I have a theory. Okay, I want to hear it. it's making me nervous. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I don't know if you got this sense, but she seemed really sad to me in the men tell all. Mm. Like, Taisha is normally so like, obviously I get she's nervous walking in and it's a different environment, but... There was like, even when she walked out, there was just a different energy that was starting to make me panic when I was watching it. Like, Tasha seems sad and I don't like. Um, I also noticed she was really flirty with Noah. Funny enough, when you're talking, like, 
it was a really? very flirty like <gasps> I have to go back and watch now maybe I'm just reading into it because I'm all I'm literally now <laughs> combing not because I'm like that obsessed with him but I'm now combing for any evidence that like I was right so I'm like watching their interaction sure sure and I also I wish that like we had seen I wish there was more about the Noah and Bennett stuff because now Tasha's watched the episodes back, obviously. Yes. And it has seen the whole box thing and like all how all the drama actually played out. But also when was this filmed? Well, but the but they're they're always given the screeners to see all the most recent drama. Right. All the men are. I'm sure I'm sure she is too. Yeah. Cause that's that's what they did for us. Like we we watched we watched the two episodes that hadn't been released yet so that we could all comment on the most recent drama. Sure. So she would have had that too. Okay, I need to now look back and watch the Noah interaction. I'm going to actually do that after we're done. I don't think it was like, a, I, I but, actually don't think it backs up your theory, but I just noticed that she was like giggly fun. She was like, Noah's fun, like his energy. He brought something out of me. And then she was like, he's like, she's like, I see your mustache is coming back. <laughs> and they like giggled. This is why my theory makes me nervous. And this is why I started. I went in a full spiral, Becca, like full spiral. So I'm watching her. She seems off to me and sad. Mm -hmm. And obviously this is our most recent interaction with her on the show because this was filmed later. And this is combined with me obviously processing through that. Where is Hannah Sluss? And like, why did they edit Mm -hmm. her out and freaking out? Well, now I all of a sudden started panicking because, um, she was seen on location there. Yeah. So it was edited out. Or I, you know, I very confidently last episode said, there's no way we're going to see Hannah Sluss. Why would they have Hannah Sluss come back? And then I started thinking about this. What was the big thing with Hannah? The ending with Peter where Maddie left and Hannah was left. What if one of, the, what if they brought I don't know the timing of when Hannah was spotted, but what if Hannah is brought on with the final two because something happens and she talks to Tasha? Like, what if, like, like her giving advice? Yes, because think about this. Hmm. It would be like, okay, so at the ending with Peter, Maddie left before um, he even had the option to have, like, the ceremony, right? Maddie just peaced out. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Right? And then Hannah was left by herself, and she didn't know. And then later on, she's like, I wish you never would have even proposed, blah, blah. Like, after she said yes, Mm. and then he went back to Maddie. What if all of a sudden, or even in the top four, what if, like, a hometown situation or the top two or whatever, someone leaves? And Hannah's there to give suggestions. Because they wouldn't bring Maddie back for that, right? Because Maddie was the one who left. And they wouldn't bring Peter because no one would listen to Peter's advice. <laughs> I don't think so. Because I think I think Hannah Ann was spotted originally when Becca was there. Okay. I'm almost positive. It was I like just, all around I started, the same week. I started losing my mind. And this is, this is then where, where it all starts combining, okay? Where it all starts forming together. Because everything seems too okay to me right now. The past like two episodes, there are so many men that seem like amazing options. Everything's going so smoothly that I just feel nervous. So we need to start looking. I need to start combing through both Zach and Brendan's social media. Okay. 
and seeing if we glean anything from that. Or Ivan. No. Or Ben. Maybe Ben. Yeah, maybe Ben. Maybe Ben. No. Ben's energy is single energy stoked on... <sighs> stoked on paradise energy is what I get from him from his social media. I think it's... I still think it's Zach or Brendan. I mean, I think so too, but I... I don't know. Maybe... Listen, maybe I am completely reading into this, but I... There was something about Tasha's energy that just freaked me out. What if she was just sad about watching that very intense episode back? Maybe. You know? Maybe. But it's just, it's, I, I'm telling you, it's just the combination of everything that hasn't been settling with me. I've been very confused about the whole H- Hannah Ann missing moment. Like, where did that go? If they were going to have her... I think they were just going to have her do a date or give advice or do some shit. And I think it didn't happen or they didn't air it. I don't know. 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 But it's just it's the it's the I'm telling you it's the combination of of the Hannah piece for me, Tasha seeming sad and everything being so right because I don't I don't recall ever having a top 4 that has been so not drama filled. Mm. Right? None of these... I mean, they're all really good guys. But it was the same with the mental all. The mental all was not crazy drama-filled. Yeah. Literally, the first two minutes were the craziest part of the whole mental all. True. Which might just have to do with the COVID filming and just, like, the lack of... Or it's just, like, a really good group. Like, the guys were just, like, more low-key, a good group of people. But I'll say this, too. On this... On the beginning of this episode... Like, Tasha seems put through the ringer. Yeah, she, Not, she is struggling. Like, you can tell she is, they are, they, they are breaking her. She is sleep deprived. She is being raked over the coals emotionally. And you can just tell she is like, I'm always looking at her like, is she drunk? And I'm like, no, she's just really sleep deprived and just like, just wrecked. Yeah, and we saw Tasha cry this episode of which, when I was thinking about Colton season, Bachelor in Paradise, that was not a frequent thing that we saw. No, they are breaking her. Oh, and they have to because they're not going anywhere. They're not doing anything. They are just it's torture. Hor- She's being tortured. It's, it's horrible. She's being emotionally tortured. Poor T. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the episode. Before we get into the episode, you want to take a quick pause? Yeah. Okay. So, broads, I really hate to be the bearer of bad news, but if you plan on sending holiday gifts this year and haven't started already, you might find yourself waiting in long lines at the post oh, office, which is the opposite of what anyone wants to be doing right now, but I will let you in on a little holiday secret, mm. and that is stamps.com. Stamps.com is the only website you need to stay sane this holiday season. Trust us. With stamps.com, you can do anything. You can do at a post office, but right from your own computer. There's no lines. There's no stress. There's no hassle. You just use your computer to print out official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send. And you'll even save money with discounts you can't even get at the post office, like five cents off of every first class stamp, up to 40% off priority, and up to 62% off UPS shipping rates. Oh my goodness. Okay, saving you time and money. Stamps.com really is a holiday miracle. 
don't spend a minute of your holiday season at the post office this year. Sign up for stamps.com instead because there's no risk. And with our promo code chatty, you get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. There's no long term commitments or contracts. You just go to stamps.com. Click at the mic at the top of the homepage. At, click and click on the mic at the top of the homepage and type in chatty. That's stamps.com. Enter chatty. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Uh, well, Broads, if there's anything that really rang true this year, it's that your health is the greatest gift of all. I remember when I was growing up, my mom would say, Jess, you only have one body and you better take care of it. And I'm sure at the time I rolled my eyes into another dimension because I was a real treat when I was a teenager. Um, but <laughs> as moms are so often, she was right. And taking care of my health is my priority right now. And Care Of is my go-to for all things personal wellness. Care Of is the wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health and reach your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long-term. But the vitamin and supplement space can be very confusing, people. I could spend hours browsing the aisles of my local vitamin store and I'll leave just as overwhelmed as when I came in every time. So that's why Care Of is so great. You'll start by taking their five-minute online quiz so the team at Care Of can get to know about your current health habits, your diet and lifestyle, and any concerns you have. Then they'll take that information and create a personalized plan that is hyper-specific to you. Uh, their products are not only formulated with the best ingredients, but every single recommendation comes with the research to back it. You'll get to know what you're taking and why you're taking it. I love my little vitamin packs from Care Of, and being able to reference their research gives me a lot of reassurance that I actually need what I'm taking. I also love their uh, unflavored protein powder. Just oh, using yes. my smoothies this morning. Mm-hmm. For 50% off your first Care Of order, go to takecareof.com slash chatty50 and enter code chatty50. That's takecareof.com slash chatty50 and enter code chatty50 for 50% off your first order. Pretty good deal. All right. Well, um, Bennett is back, the horror. You know what's so funny is I forgot starting this episode that he had come back at first. And so when I saw them the little preview at the beginning, I was like, oh, God, no. And I also thought that, like, I thought that we would see another conversation. But then apparently, as we find out later in the episode, he got a note. Like, we say, you know. It was kind of... (laughs) A letdown, just like the whole Taisha looking at the box. Like, we thought that we were going to see Taisha open the box, and we didn't get to see that. Yeah. And then we never really saw a Taisha conversation. We never saw a Taisha conversation with Bennett after this. Yeah, no. It was like, come on, guys. No, and then he just went home, which we we figured was going to happen. Well, the other person who's back is uh, Chris Harrison. He is. After being courted, by the way, my favorite thing is that ABC was like very flashy about like, we're bringing in JoJo because Chris Harrison needs to quarantine. And if you look at like the time schedule, it was like he quarantined for like 48 hours and you guys were just trying to. Yeah. (laughs) It was just a load of bull. Yeah, (laughs) I guess it was just so she could literally just be there while he was dropping him off at college. Yes. He's gone for like a week. No, yeah. Yeah, if, maybe, right? Yeah. But he's back because he's just like, surprise, I killed JoJo. I can't have her replacing me. <laughs> JoJo who? Huh? It's also funny to me, like, he didn't, he acted like he didn't know what was going on. So, like, what about Bennett? I mean, come she's on. Like, he came back. He's like, no, really? He's just, like, the worst actor, I have to say that. He's a great host. He's a bad actor. I'm like, Papa C. Like, with Claire, where he'd be like, so, like, m- next? What about a proposal? A proposal? Listen, you know, we know that you like to uh, 
placed like we're stupid sometimes that we're not picking up on these things, but that was ridiculous. Like Chris Harrison isn't getting texted every five seconds or called about what's happening while he's gone. He, he's got a tracker on JoJo while he's gone. He oh, doesn't 100%. want this woman taking he's his place. He's getting live feeds. <laughs> he has a full camera on her at all times. He wants to know what is going on. Um, and also, definitely, while he was quote-unquote quarantined after being with his son, mm-hmm. you know, where was Bennett? They were probably having some cigars together. Oh, totally. 100% also CH probably a has caviar. a membership at Margalo. He's there with Ed and Bennett, and mm. they're all best friends. Wow. I mean, he and Ed got to know each other quite well. They really did. They really did. Well, they have a little convo, you know, as they do. Yeah. And he's asking about who she's into, which he also then said, which killed me. He's like, I mean, at this point, you're splitting hairs like you could be with any of them. I'm like, well, I don't know if it works. (laughs) Like, yeah, they're all great guys, but don't say it like Mm -hmm. that. Okay, whatever. Um, But more importantly, After their conversation, Blake is having his one-on-one. Blake finally gets his one-on-one. It felt tense right off the top when she shows up at the guy's place anyways. Um, The only thing that was like bringing any sort of light into the room at that moment were Zach's leopard shorts, which I was like, we see, we appreciate mm. those. Um, but yeah, it felt it felt strange right Immediately, away. you're like, okay, he's going home. There, like, was, there was no doubt. No doubt. In anyone's mind. No, everyone knows the second that she walked in, it was like, this is not the, the right type of energy to start a Did one-on-one. Did you know he was a wildlife manager, a.k.a. like, we should have been calling him Ranger Blake this whole time. Oh my God, Ranger Blake. Oh, yeah. I like that so much. You should nice. have like an action figure. He looks like one. I heard, um, because I remember us talking at, at some point, about his animal moment. And I, someone said it, this could be wrong, but I remember reading a DM that someone said, like, he's not like a wildlife ranger. It was, it's something, you know, how the bachelor likes to exaggerate oh. the titles. Yeah. That it might be something more like, you know, termite control. I don't think that's actually termite control. <laughs> something oh, shit. More like that. Like he, you call him when you have like a possum, yes. like on your in your ranger Blake. in your attic. <laughs> the possum's back. In we the need attic. a wildlife manager in here. Someone I, call the wildlife manager. But I did <laughs> notice that he posts a lot about animals on his Instagram, which I think That's is very cute. cute. Or like in his Insta stories, he's always just like animals. I can totally see him being one of those guys who has an Instagram account about, about like snakes, and he's like. Hey kids, like this is a this is a ball python. Oh no, he looks like he's gonna bite me. Ah, like just kidding. This is actually not a deadly snake. Blah blah. I can totally yes. see him doing or like going like, like the reptile guy that goes to parties and puts the tarantula on the last kid's head when you're holding the the giant snake. Yes, you know, yes, and scares yes, the yes, kid yes, half yes. to death. I can totally see and that. And the parents are behind doing this. Do it. You can put the tarantula. He, he kind of. Permission. I mean, here's. Well, I mean. Like last year, he was he was caring for orphaned baby rhinos. Oh my gosh! Okay, well then, like, let's take that back. Maybe that DM was no, wrong. No, look, he's look at he says I've worked on and off with birds of prey over the past decade. Blah 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 blah. He's totally one of those guys that comes to a <gasps> second grade class and like shows a falcon. That totally fits him. Do um, we love him now? Yeah. No, I don't know why we were so we got such bad vibes. But look at him giving this bagel to a chipmunk. Oh, well, I mean, that is wholesome content. Like, yeah, he's totally this guy just riding in a car with With a a falcon. falcon. 
He's totally that guy. I love that for him. What a nice guy. Well, I wish they would have had an animal date then. He could have really flexed some of his skills and his animal baby knowledge. Deer. I mean, guys, go oh, check out wow. his Instagram. It's quite a little treat. How cute. That's precious. So anyway. Well, you know, they did finally let Blake and Tasha off the grounds. Um, they did. This is, but the second they were off the grounds, I was like, up oh, another ominous sign because the only other person who's been allowed off the grounds was Jason, who immediately got, you know, heartbroken. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. So I forgot about him. When they brought these guys back from Mentel All, I was like, oh, that's right. There was an- another season. Yes. And I was like, the fact that then Claire wasn't there, but I just forgot about Joseph. Oh, I really wished I would have continued to forget about Joseph. <sighs> Thank you so much for bringing him back for all of us to have to deal with. Oh, my God. Anyway. Um, so we have Gita, Gita, the Reiki crystal master. Which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed this later. Gita refers to herself and says, I am a Reiki and crystal master. master and yeah. later, Chris Harrison refers to her as a shaman and love guru. And I'm like, unless Gita gave you those things to say, <gasps> give her the right title, sir. <laughs> okay. Shaman and love guru? That's a bit much, my man. (laughs) Well, maybe she also has those titles, but she very clearly said to Blake and Tasha that she was a Reiki and Crystal Master and... you know, my my knee-jerk reaction is to be like, Chris Harrison just threw that those words out there. Yeah, I mean, I believe that. You know. Um, She makes Blake crack a rock open. She does. And she says, as long as you have these pieces of this stone, you'll always be connected. Didn't know it was that simple. (laughs) We'll be doing that tonight in the backyard. You and Grayston. Yeah. Um, Chisel. Well, watching this go down was like, it was like re-watching Blake alone with the men saying how confident he was oh, that God. Easy and Tasha had the best connection right before <sighs> Tasha sent Easy home because Blake was so like this is everything we needed for our relationship and you were just watching Tasha just disconnect disconnect oh, disconnect my God. <laughs> it was really sad that's so sad for him i have to take these headphones off sorry to ruin the vibe guys for you watching on youtube my jaw's just killing me with the headphones for some reason really? my tmj yeah. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Let yeah, me just been given too that. many blowjobs lately, you know? <sighs> I mean, a queen that we don't deserve. <laughs> no, quite the opposite, because my fucking jaw. Anyway, so, um, yeah, Blake doesn't seem to have quite the powers of picking up what Tasha's putting down. Maybe that's the, that is what we were getting initially that was throwing us off. That maybe yeah. he's just a little unaware. Yeah. Maybe he's one of those persons who just doesn't pick up what you're putting out there. That was hilarious when he did say, like, their chemistry is just off the charts. There's no way he's getting sent home. If there's one guy who's going to (laughs) stay, it's definitely easy to get sent home. He's probably better at reading animals than he is people. You know, animal people are kind of like that. Oh, I know. It's cute. So that could be it. Yeah, Um, that could be it. That could be it. Um, Also, of course, because it's a Blake date, Gita then asks them to disrobe. Yes. And Blake's like, well, (laughs) it wouldn't be a date I thought they were getting fully naked. And I was like, this is crazy. I know. Again, again, Blake's getting nude constantly over and over again. He's just like, I guess this is poor. Blake's now going to be, he's now in a habit that every time he has a date, he's like, isn't this what we do? (laughs) Well, do do you when they were doing the black box and they were showing the scene at you Mental mean, All? Yes, when he got a boner. I don't think he did. 
I think they put the black box to make that you think that. I don't think he actually got a boner and they were I and they were zooming in on it. Okay. I definitely think that's a possibility. Okay. But now thinking about then the guy's reactions, like what were they? I thought it was just funny because she was like, she was dangling it over and the thing was like spinning over his dick. You know, and she's like, there's a lot of energy here. Like, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it too, huh? He said like what he said, he's like, what can I say? I'm open. Yeah. So like he was okay. And she was saying like, oh, there's a lot of like good energy here. And then they just put the black box over it to make Oh, so I think I think they want you to think he got a boner. I don't believe he actually did. That makes sense. I also sorry to ruin the fantasy. No, but I also was gonna say too. You see Tasha making like full eye contact with the black right. box, which it you know God bless. It, but I was also surprised that she was just <laughs> ki- just staring there. I'm or like, that oh, the shocker just- lady is just like, yes, the energy. <laughs> Like, whoa, lady. Let it rise up. Rise. Oh my God. <laughs> you know what? That actually makes complete yeah. sense to me. Yeah. That makes complete sense to me. The woman was so funny. She was like, this is, she's like pure, like sacred energy. <laughs> That's so funny. Blake was just, <laughs> I could just imagine Blake only picturing the sculpture that he had so carefully made a mirror in the likeness before, in of the like- his own maybe it was a self-portrait mm. before they even asked for a self-portrait mm. he was like i already made one <laughs> let's bring in the the Just previous bring- art class project <laughs> bring the clay back I got in. it i mean i'll redo it for you if you want me to but i already did it <laughs> see i uh, so then they do this they have to do a tantric pose with the guru thing every time oh but of course cut to every single season every single season. no matter where they are they figure out a way to do tantra yeah and and that same pose they stare into each other's eyes and she just says she doesn't see it and it cuts the interview and the poor girl is just like yeah no can we just cut this date now and he is like lost in her eyes. Like he has beautiful eyes. I really do. I really does. have come around to him. He really does. And he he definitely. I will give him this when when uh, she was staring in his eyes. He does do a good smolder. He does. Oh, also, I forgot about this. What? So Tasha the other day was on um, Ellen, and yeah. she did like a couple. You know, who's the best? kisser who's the most awkward conversationalist who's blah 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 yeah. blah. Um, I got it sent to me a lot because I think everyone thought that Tasha uh spoiled the end of her season oh. because Ellen then says in it who's husband material and yeah. she says someone's name uh-huh. and then uh Ellen immediately reacts like oh did you just spoil your season and Tasha's like no 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 but it was I I will say it was kind of a moment like that was a very quick reaction to whose husband material, and she only said one person's yeah, name. Yeah, but also, like, if I'm looking back through all the guys that I've dated, I don't think, like, if someone said whose husband material, I don't think I'd be like, Grayston. Like, yes, like, he's my partner material, but when we're talking about husband material, like... But if she's engaged to somebody right now and she doesn't say his name, then it was just an intentional, like, I'm not going to say that person's name because I'm engaged to him. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, the reason that I brought this up, the okay. reason I brought this up okay, yeah. is um, because one of the questions was, oh, by the way, uh, one question was, who is the most awkward conversationalist? And she, without hesitation, said Spencer. So now we know why The most Spencer. awkward conversation? 
Poor Spence. Sorry, Spence. Um, maybe you and Hannah Ann will really like connect. I could just really see that. Anyways, um, piercing. They're both used to everyone complimenting their eyes. <laughs> what these, Spencer? No, can you imagine the two of them having a conversation, Spencer? Well, go ahead. And then Hannah Ann. Well, go ahead. You can say it first. No, I think you probably want to say something. <laughs> just who's gonna say that you have what's gorgeous your favorite, eyes? What's first? your favorite trait about me? No, what's your favorite? You answer it first. No, like just physical. Like what? What pops out to you? Like what? You, what did you notice first? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, but uh, the one question: Who is the best kisser? She gave a few names, and Blake was one of the random ones. Okay, this is what I was going to say about Blake as I was going through his social media. I've now have feel like I get a lot more about him, and I believe that. Blake is like a guy that I probably would have like hooked up with once or twice in college. Never anything serious, but he's like that nice guy who's like chill. You feel comfortable around him. The uh, the chin beard is is it's rough for me. Yeah, I don't if, really love that. If but that was removed, maybe I. Uh, that's a tough one for me. But he seems like a nice guy. Where it's like he's you know you're not super into him or anything. But no, you're but just like, like he's a good kisser. He's, he's a good kisser. He's yeah. fun. He's yeah. easy going. He's not going to be weird about it. Like if you hit him up and be like, hey, do you want to come over? He'll be like, sure. He's super it's no chatty. Pressure. I feel like. After you guys would have sex, you'd be laying in bed together, and you guys would kind of like gossip. Totally, together. like you'd, you'd have be like, fun. Did you hear about that? That's what I'm. That's what I was thinking in my head. I'm like, I was thinking like you'd go out to Denny's the next morning or something and have yeah. breakfast, and you'd and like, like talk did you about hear everything. Terry from the tennis team like end up having sex with like yeah you know, Cynthia, and then you'd be like, okay, see, bye. Like see you in two months <laughs> yeah, when we bye. hook up. Like yeah, when we're when we're on Christmas break. Yeah, and you don't go home to your family, and I don't go home to mine. <laughs> Maybe we'll watch a Christmas movie together. Totally. And as I'm going through his social media, like, he is just so sweet. He he got on the top of this volcano, and it's a picture of him with a sign. This is from 2014. You know, I'm always skeptical of what people's social media looks like mm-hmm. before the fame hits, but this is him in 2014 with a sign that says, I love you, mom, on top of a mountain with a smiley face. Oh, like that is nice. so cute. And it's just like pictures of him fishing with his lab. And he reminds me of a Labrador himself like he's a solid pick yeah you know like just a good choice well i mean taisha said one and i think the other i could be wrong about this but i think the other three guys she said best kisser zach brendan ben and blake i believe those were her her other three okay see not ivan not ivan no chemistry there not enough chemistry there Hmm. imo yeah well, Blake is uh Blake gets shut down by by Tasha and uh he did not see this coming. Now, we need to going off of all your words about Blake and we really, you know, we've come for him hard for some reason because we got bad vibes. But as I say every single season, an exit to me is very telling. Yes. And that was a such a gracious exit that he had. He had a super gracious exit. And she was struggling. Oh my like God. This she was distraught. That's the word I used. Absolutely distraught. And I feel like m- numerous contestants on a show like this might use something like this to try to get their way back into the lead's good graces. Mm. When you, when someone is saying goodbye to you and you're not asking why, why, and they're like, bawling and feel so bad and apologizing over and over again like that's then the time that a lot of people i think are like 
so why aren't you seeing this working? Totally. And he just kept saying, it's okay, it's okay. I know. He and, was really, really nice about it. And just and quietly got in the car, and there wasn't any questioning of her decisions, no trying to coax her back into, like, you know, or asking what, nothing. Just gracious. Well, let's get into, basically, the next thing is she's got to break up with Riley. Which oh is so... Interestingly, there's a really big gap, though. The way they cut it, they made it seem like she's like, I got to go now and do yes. what needs to be done. She's in a different outfit. It's nighttime. This is hours and hours later. Becca, can I just tell you this right now? Go ahead. I feel like Riley is the person in this season that I slept the hardest on. Mm. I am like in this episode... And in the past few episodes, obviously. But all of a sudden, this interaction, which we're going to talk about, and then even then in the men tell all. You know when he first was on the sh- uh, the, the show and we first met him with Claire? I was like, I don't know. He's like, he seems like so serious. I don't know. Da, da, da. And clearly, he just has his walls up and he was protecting himself. And you hear about his story. And as he opens up and he's just like this like incredibly like sensitive he seems like such a protector to me like he is going to like take care of the people in his life and like when he finds his wife he is going to like just really like care for her i love him Mm. like and then when i'm watching him on the men tell all specifically i was a puddle of like this guy is i sure hope he i mean he's just wonderful the only thing i didn't like though is is I didn't really like the breakup part so much with him. Yes. So there was a moment where I was like, no, but then I feel like he caught himself. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like he knew the direction he was going. Right, 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 right. So because, okay, she asks, she goes, she meets up with the guys. She asks to talk to Riley. She starts crying. Yeah. Heavily in front of the men. Noah hands her a very stiff, stiff napkin to wipe oh, yeah, her I eyes. Oh, yeah, past that. <laughs> I was like, give this woman a tissue. <laughs> Noah tries to find something, and it was just from, like, their lunch, and it's like a cardboard napkin, and she's, like, bending it and trying to wipe her eyes with it. <laughs> um, yeah, she was... Bro- okay, I just get past my notes. She was... Br- this is where I was like, she is broken. Yeah. They have broken her. Yes, yes. Like a wild horse, you know? She is now being just, oh my God. I just, I feel for her in this moment. Did you see when she was talking and like trying to express like what she was going through? Did you see Ivan staring at Riley? Ivan knew Riley was out. Like he, Ivan, who is like obviously like more of the quiet observer, I was. They kept flashing to I, Ivan, looking right past her at Riley. He knew it was it was done. Shit. Yeah. Damn, a perceptive king. A perceptive so, king. You know, he's, he, he's a master chess player. He knows the moves. You know. Damn. Perceives. <laughs> I I like Ivan. So she asked to talk to Riley, then yeah. after all that, she's upset. She breaks up with him. Mm-hmm. And this is the part where I didn't, I was like, oh, no, I just, and I am very, um, I'm trying to stop using the word triggered. I'm sensitive is what I'm starting to try to use. I'm very sensitive to certain types of breakups. And I remember this is why I gave um, Jason a lot of shit on Becca season. And I've given lots of other people shit for yes, it on certain yes, seasons. Yes. I don't like when the lead, especially a female lead is, is sort of expected to like 
make the person understand or like give reasons or explain when and and I know it's like not the person like it's not their fault who's getting dumped I, I I've been there I get it but it's also just like the the thing is she's just into someone more than you and of sometimes course. I want the leads to just which actually Tasha handled really well so anyway he what he said was just like I don't get it you know like what am I missing but like what am I missing like and then he's the, the one thing that really bugged me is when he was like why would you keep me around so long and I'm like Riley like the, what kind of question is I know, that I know and I write I was I was furiously taking notes as this was happening. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> because I'm just such a fan now. And I was starting to be like, please don't do this. And you could tell he was starting to get upset. Um, yeah. And. The, I, d- I do feel like he then pulled back. But what I felt like happened was all of a sudden he was taking a route, which because I feel the same exact way that you do with those breakups. I don't feel like like, again, obviously, I've never been in that situation on national TV feeling like, why am I still like, why are you doing this right now? I don't understand. And having those like, you know, those honest questions and and where's like the line to asking and not asking and whatever. Um, but I just feel like the person never owes you like an explanation. No, no. and this is this is it's a show. I mean, like, yeah, it's like I get it if you've been married for or you've been together for three years or whatever. And you're like, why are you breaking up? Or or even if you've been like officially dating for just like two months, I feel like it's you have every right to be like, when it's a game where every week where someone's getting sent home, it's like like, so the obvious answer is that they're more into the other six people Mm -hmm. that are in that room than you. And why did I keep you longer? Well, maybe I liked you more than the guys guys that that I got rid of before. (laughs) It's just just came down to number six on the tier yeah. or number seven or so whatever. So it's like, no. But then I feel like he something when she was then explaining to him, um, like where she was saying, like, I care about you. Like, please keep being vulnerable. Like, please don't let this shut you down. That all that's when I feel like he was having a moment where maybe his um maybe past tendencies were kicking in where he was getting defensive. He was in lawyer mode. Yeah. <laughs> Literally doing yeah. what he does as a yeah. lawyer. And then her then saying like, please don't do that. Oh, something clicked because mm. then he immediately said, I can argue all day, but in the end, yeah. the yeah, end yeah. result is the same. Um, and then he's just like, I can't, you know, I can't sit here any longer because I feel like it's just going to be harder and harder. Um, and like he was when he left, it was a little bit like, OK, just like it's time you must you got to move on. But I felt like when he that was his initial moment of realizing like, OK, I need to stop. And then he had like a sad moment. But then when he was walking out with her and he said, like, this is your journey, I'm happy to have met you and I don't regret it at all. Yeah. I was like, OK, like, yeah, he had an arc in in the uh, in the conversation. And then again, I feel like on the men tell all he was really open and they had like such a great conversation that I'm just a fan. I feel like she said, even in the, um, in their sit down, she said, you have had, I think the biggest growth curve in this season, which I agree with because Riley in the first couple episodes, he was getting into some, you know, like confrontations with some of the guys. And and there was a little bit where I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And I feel like he's really, had this very like transformative journey through this. And yeah. then Mentel All, he seems to have really opened up more and it was lovely. Yeah, and I'm sure it's been a very cathartic experience for him to talk about some of these things like out in the open. Yeah. It's one of the situations where it probably feels good to talk yeah. on a very public level about the things that he's gone through. Well, so, Taisha then is 
like oh man this she is, is so upset meanwhile is, the guys in the back are like oh so sad riley's gone one uh, one less guy to give a rose to. Mm, it's also that point in the competition where it starts getting less playful and everyone's more serious every time the lead walks in. Definitely. Because the feelings are really starting Yes, to I mean, this brew. is like the week when I got sent home and I remember that when like even one of my best friends from the show got sent home, I was just like, one more rose for us. <laughs> and everyone was just like, you evil bitch. And I'm like, yeah, you're all thinking it like... This is getting tight. I guys. know what you're gonna say when the camera gets shut off. Okay, yeah. write in your journal tonight. Oh no! Well, Tasha. <laughs> I mean, Tasha was bent over, like dry heaving, crying. Tasha was having one of those moments, and she just kept like saying over and over, "I didn't want to hurt anybody. I didn't want to hurt anybody." And all I could think about was she was having one of those. Do you remember that Dane Cook uh, comedy sketch where he's talking, asking like, "Do you ever look in the mirror?" When you're crying, because it makes your crying harder. And you start looking in the mirror and you start going, like, and you see yourself crying, and you're just like, I did my best. I did my best. I did my best. I did my best. And you keep saying the same thing over and over. And he's like, you lock onto one phrase and yes. it just makes your crying escalate. And she just kept going, like, I didn't want to hurt anybody. I didn't want to hurt anybody. I didn't want to hurt anybody. And it was what just, I would do is uh, what I would do is like if my parents said that I like couldn't go somewhere with one of my friends, and I'd be like, it's stupid like i hate them i hate them i hate them in the mirror in the bathroom yeah and then make sure that i come out of the bathroom with my face all red and tears everywhere (laughs) you did this to me this is your fault but that is oh man sometimes you get oh that's a good cry oh that was it was an intense cry it truly was well okay so on to the cocktail party. On to the cocktail party. <laughs> it's like she was upset. I don't know. I'd like, I don't know what else to say about it. Poor thing. I know she's have. It's it's a rough go. Um, we see Noah pop on a gold pinky ring that I haven't noticed before. Which I love. A, I love a gold pinky ring. I can't. I can't deny that. Um, and then <laughs> I could not have noticed that at all. And I love that I have an eye for out. detail. I have an eyeball out for a pinky ring on a man. And does it seem godfatherish? Sure, sure. But there's just something about it. I like it. I'm a fan. Yeah. Um. Now, then Bennett walks in. With a shit-eating grin. I mean, just... he's got a Noah smirk on his face. Oh. He really has that Noah smirk. And he walks in, a hand in the pocket, and says, y'all look like you've seen a ghost. And I'm like, how many times... That line, it was just, he was just ready he to had say a few, it. He had a few that he had considered and said in the mirror a few times, and he, he landed on that. Yes, he did. And Akin to chasing with his smoke show comment, you know? 100%. Now, Zach's side eye in all, like, is... When Bennett said something and he goes, why are you putting your hand on me? I Zach was so pissed. I hit the floor. Now, let us recall, Zach is the peacekeeper Zach is the one who has the conversations and is like, hey, guys, hey, guys, hey, guys. That response to Bennett. In, mm. That's all the insight you need. Interesting. That's Very what interesting. I thought, too. Like, uh-huh. all the dudes were pissed. And Zach was literally like, don't fucking touch me. I'm disgusted that you're sitting on the same couch as me. Yes. And there are three people who I believe I would like to have a conversation with about what's actually happening in the house. Mm. And those three people would be Brendan, Ivan or Zach. And be like, what actually happened? Because I feel like they would have a very like or good, Riley or right. Well, yeah, I mean, we kind Riley of Riley comes up in the mental and yeah. Ha- yeah, had some had some 
things to say. Yeah. But oh, when Zach responded, why are you putting your hand on me? Well, Bennett had taken a seat and said, please take a seat. I'll explain to you what's happening. And then he right away says, how much do you guys, how, uh, he said, how much did you guys hate on me when I was gone? I'm like, I think they don't think they were really talking much. Honey, you're irrelevant now. <laughs> it's been just, it's if it's been more than a day on this show, it's done. You're over. You're over. Sweetie. Um, well, Chris Harrison comes in. Chris Harrison comes in. Now, I will say that Noah lit up with Chris Harrison coming in in a similar fashion to JoJo. Yes. It was the eyes were aglow. The, the yeah, not quite as sparkly-eyed, mm. but, but still pretty but sparkly. Still, maybe he also wants to have sex with Chris Harrison. Has Chris Harrison come <laughs> in yet back from to the guys? Was that, wasn't that that his first appearance back to the yes, guys? Yes, So it was like, Chris, oh, you're back. he's back. He's back. Hey, Dad. <laughs> what if no just like this weird Freudian slip. He's like, hi, dad. <laughs> that was a mistake. I sure hope they don't air that part. In that was kind of the face, low key. Well, surprise, surprise. No cocktail party. Didn't see that one coming. Surprise, surprise. No cocktail party, even though we hear about this note that apparently Bennett got and he's thinking that he's going to have this moment with Tasha. I know. And uh, nope, it's just going to go straight there. And um, Tasha in this outfit, I have something to say to you. Okay, are the shoes so rhinestone-y? What outfit is this? This is like the pink-looking Gucci dress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This, I think, was a Carrie pick, but I that's think it I was said. a Carrie success. Too. That's what I thought. I thought <laughs> the same thing. She walks in, I was like, that's Carrie. For, that has Carrie all over it. But a Carrie but it success. It yes. did work. It, it was like, I loved this it with a- her skin tone with the pink. Oh, it was like kind of perfect. She looked unbelievable yeah. unbelievable um it looked like gucci too that was also it did like, um so ben already has a rose which i forgot it feels like forever ago like from it, when they jump around with the episodes like this and don't start like with the car I, I can't remember very disoriented so i'm like okay ben already has one he's yes. already good to go for hometowns yes um uh Oh, also in this moment, Noah says, you know, it'd be terrible if he didn't get to go to hometowns, hometowns because it feels like it would be a good thing for him, obviously meeting people close to him. And then he throws out that ben is, Bennett is a narcissist. Mm. He makes a comment. I think that's the first time we've heard Bennett be called a narcissist. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to make note of that. He does use that term. <laughs> roses. <laughs> just, a, just a side comment. Um, roses. First is Zach. Second's Ivan. And then... When she hadn't called Brendan's name, I started panicking. You really thought, who who did you think she was going to keep? I don't know why I started panicking. Like, I was convinced that, uh, I was convinced that, or we've been convinced for a while that it'll be Brendan and Zach in the top two. But I don't know what it was. My body thought that he it would be like Brendan first row, Zach second, Ivan third. And there was a, that moment where I'm like, oh, is this a weird twist all of a mm. sudden? Because uh, I thought that it was going to be that Ivan, it was more questionable if Ivan was going to get the rose versus Brendan. So anyways, he gets the rose. Obviously, Bennett and Noah are out, mm. uh, which it's like, well, this could have been done last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. I mean, Noah had a sweet exit. And he is crying. 
He was crying in the limo, like like legit crying. I thought he, I thought his exit was really cute. Obviously, I only have eyes for him apparently, but his exit was cute. He was just like, I don't have to tell you guys like to take care of her, and like I hope you you know get everything that you're wanting. Bennett didn't cry in the limo. Bennett was just shocked and confused that someone wouldn't choose him. I also feel like Bennett um, was not as long and drawn out as last time, no. but it had the potential to be that way if she would have been able to walk him out. Because when he stood there again, com- just Shocked. staring at her and was like, well, I, I'm like, oh God, are we going to do another one of these round two? It had the potential to be another, like Thank him God. just being befuddled walking out. But thank God it wasn't. I mean, and then I was like, this was like you said, they could have gone last week. I was like, there wasn't any drama between them. No. Except for his stupid entrance. It was point. The whole thing was pointless. The whole thing was pointless. Um, (sighs) Well, top four, as we predicted, Ivan, Ben, Brendan, Zach. We predicted that quite a few weeks ago. I feel pretty good about that. I mean, this this season has been very predictable. Yeah, I feel like it, but I still I'm going to take a win. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've had some losses this <laughs> this uh, this season with like guessing how many weeks it mm. would be and you know what would happen. So, I'm gonna. Do we make any guesses one. when we went over the cast list who wins? I'm gonna have to go back and listen. We were also judging with Claire though. That's true. So that throws yeah, everything off. Yeah, it's gonna off. change everything. Uh, mm, should we take a quick pause before we get into the mental? Oh, let's do that. Okay. Well, broads, as I get older, there are just more things about my body and my health that I want to know. My younger self will be quite disappointed to know that I have come to terms with the fact that I'm not invincible, um, and that's why I'm so happy to have discovered Everly Well, the company that makes at-home lab testing easy for everyone, so you can stay on top of your health. Uh, They have over 30 at-home lab tests to choose from, everything from thyroid health to women's health to STD testing, allergy tests. They got the works. Yeah, I actually took a test from Everly Well recently regarding vitamin D and inflammation. That was really interesting. I mean, the whole process is so easy. You just prick your finger at home, send it in, send it in, and I got info on my vitamin D levels, which I had been wanting to know about. I didn't and, even know uh, that they had that one. Yes, they do. Well, here Check I go. It out. Learning all the new things about Everly Well. Yeah. Uh, like B said, not only will you get the results quickly, but the test is super simple. You'll get mailed whichever test you choose, and it comes with super easy to follow instructions. When you're done, you just mail back the test with free shipping so it can be reviewed by a physician. And within days, you'll have the digital results personalized and easy to understand, which is important because I know I'm not the only one that usually just pretends to understand lab results from doctors and I really don't know what they mean. Uh, with Everly Well, you'll actually understand your, your results. If you want to better understand any aspect of your health, Everly Well really is the way to do that. For 20% off an Everly Well at-home lab test, you can visit everlywell.com slash chatty and enter code chatty and that's everlywell.com slash chatty. Code chatty for 20% off your test. Everly Well at-home lab tests. Your answers your way. Okay, well, Broads, you know that we are some physical self care queens on this show i'm always down for a manicure or an at-home face mask like say no more i'm there but what about our self-care kings out there well hawthorne is going to be the new favorite site and if you haven't finished your holiday shopping and you're looking for a gift for a partner or a parent or a friend or yourself listen up Hawthorne is the perfect place for gifting. It's the only premium tailored self-care brand made just for men. And if it's for you or if you're giving it as a gift, you'll start with a quiz of some fun questions that'll help the team at Hawthorne get to know you or them better. 
Things like what's their favorite drink or cocktail? What's their ideal plans for a night off? Things like that. And they'll use those results to create a custom self-care package. And in that custom self-care package, uh, it might include something for their skincare, uh, their hair, body wash. And from firsthand experience, like I've talked about, your girl has smelled some friends who have been using Hawthorne products. And oops, I fell in love with all of them. So be careful. <laughs> it smells so, so good. Uh, and Hawthorne knows, like we all do, that buying anything online can be risky with a capital R. And that's why they give you free shipping, free returns. And if you don't love the products they send, they'll retailer a new batch based on your feedback. Take Hawthorne's quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to hawthorne.com. C-O and use promo code chatty to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O promo code chatty. Hawthorne dot C-O promo code chatty. All right. Well, part two of this was the men tell all. Where the hell's Chasen? Okay, Becca, this is what I was saying. First of all, that was actually really rude that they didn't have Chasen where they start off talking about Chasen with him not in the room. Maybe like, he chose not to come on. Maybe, but I just don't assume that. Mm. You think that Chasen's going to miss this opportunity? I bet he's like he's hours ago been watching this episode. Yeah. With a beer or a white claw in his hand, just smashing it against his head, just like so angry that the Wolverine wasn't able to share his side of the story. I didn't understand why they had some men and not others. Oh it was God. kind of I a no. It was a little bit of a random choice. Like the That's fact true. That they had Kenny, but they didn't have Chasen, which I feel like they had the same amount of screen Weird. time. And I don't know. I There were just certain guys that, that I felt like, even like, like Spencer was on until recently and yeah. Spencer wasn't there. Um, I don't know. It, the whole thing kind of, it, I, it was interesting to me why they Do you think they have like a choices. COVID limit? Maybe. I noticed they like sort of had them spaced six feet apart, but then like she was sitting two feet apart from them. I was just, it made no sense. No. And then also they, she was like, can I give you a hug? And like, they, <laughs> also, also some of the guys were spaced six feet apart and some of them we're, were sitting right, right next the, to each other i i'm just like guys just to, i i not that i care i'm sure they all had tests or whatever but just like either put them all together or don't what are you doing yeah, either put them all I six just, feet apart i need consistency yes that's need all consistency do it like how they've been doing on the uh real housewives reunions in a big circle where they're all six feet apart and you can have like two rows of like a horseshoe shape but mm. why it didn't it, there was no and then you're hugging and then you're sitting next to each other it's just it didn't make any sense. Hopefully it'll be more together for what's his face this season. We can only hope and pray that they've really gotten their shit together. <laughs> One or the other. Pick a side. Pick a side. <laughs> oh, so, well, um, fashion for a moment. Can okay. we talk fashion? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. No, go. go. Ahead. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, fashion. My King Kenny, who I do have certain things to say about. My King Kenny, who I thought was King going Kenny. to come to a demise on Paradise, and he seems to be just taking a quick shortcut and already beginning this situation. And I believe he, after this, will 100% have a Paradise oh moment, and it's going to be a train wreck, and I'm here for it because he is my king. Um, he's <laughs> in a full camo suit with a hoodie. So he's in a suit. Unbelievable. With a hoodie. He has major, like, Nile Horan from One Direction circa 2014 
vibes going Which on. Which comes full circle with the insults later on. Yes, it really does. I felt like Noah, I wrote this before hearing Noah's One Direction shade at him. And oh. I was like, well, I actually read about him looking like <laughs> an Alhorn. Spot on. <laughs> and Bennett, Bennett is wearing a purple scarf. Oh. Uh, those look so stupid. Why are you going to wear a scarf if it's not keeping your neck warm? Well, I thought that those scarves were worn by like gentlemen when they have brunches. Or like brunches. if you're graduating or something. <laughs> You know, what are those things called? Like, when you have like a certain award or whatever. No, or if it says like 2017. Like, you're like, why doesn't your scarf say magna cum laude, Bennett? Yeah, Harvard. Well, I think that those are worn. Those are like very Gatsby, but they're typically worn like outside, right? When they're having a soiree in the garden party or having like a garden party. <sighs> I don't know why he's inside wearing I'm that. not going to lie. I'm so like he is not an entertaining villain for me. I'm so over him. I don't want to see him in Paris. Paradise. I we will see him in uh, paradise. Obviously. So prepare yourself. I hope though, like, if him and Ed come together, I will be tickled. If he's a, without Ed, I'm going to be pissed because he's just annoying. But I definitely feel like that purple scarf had significance. Like you know, at one point at the beginning when they did his intro and they cut it out, he was like, "I'm actually wearing this purple scarf because this represents royalty." Yes, that's exactly what's and going on. In my I'm head. here to um. Make sure Bennett realizes that I am above all of this and that I. No, no, no. This is why he would say it's purple, the color of royalty, because Tasha is still my queen. (laughs) And yeah, it'd just be something stupid. But don't you think that that has significance, that purple scarf? I'm sure he chose it. He seems like someone who, who, like Noah says later, is very meticulous and who every action he takes is very precious. Mm. Like, I wore this same suit because 15 years ago, when I graduated (sighs) with honors in my high school, I was wearing this exact same lapel and, yeah. I hate that. He's so annoying to me. (laughs) He's, like, watching himself and he's just, like, laughing. Oh, when he was watching himself. I'm like, are you 13? It's crazy to me that he's insulting other people calling them 14. I'm like, Bennett, to me, is like a 14-year-old watching like his his own highlight reel being like, I'm such a funny guy. (laughs) Oh. Bennett. Um, Oh, we see, by the way, when we're going through the reels, that Noah did ask him how to spell privilege. We finally get it cleared up. I don't know if you caught this. I didn't catch it. Noah asks him how to spell privilege. And Bennett says, I, no, no. Bennett says in the clip that they showed, when Noah asked me how to spell privilege, was that supposed to be a snarky comment? But like Noah just asked him how to spell privilege while they were doing their art. It was like people had pointed out. So we did get clarity on that. Yeah. And Bennett, and Bennett was saying, uh, yeah, did, did you, was that a snarky comment? So we it we have now officially clarified that it wasn't actually directly to him. No, he asked while they were making their crafts because how do you he do, actually Bennett, do you was know how to spell spelling privilege? privilege? Well, don't also don't forget in the quiz, you know, Bennett was misspelling everything. God, it all makes sense. So then it's like a it's probably a snarky jab, not about privilege, but I'm sure Noah was trying to. Spell priv. Well, maybe it was a snarky job. I don't know. But either way, he actually was asking him how to spell it during the arts. Also, which could be a joke about how he couldn't spell during the quiz. Also, something was that now I don't have it pulled up. And what a horrible host move of me. But there um, I ended up seeing the other words that were on that side of his portrait. Yeah. And it was like the quote unquote, like the Dark negative side. side right. Yeah. So it was like, OK, 
there were other words um, that were lined up. And it was interesting to me that he put privilege on a negative side. Mm-hmm. And there was like an acknowledgement of the fact that he, I, I don't know. I just, I, I thought it was interesting. I like him. I know. I, I was like, like I was guy. like, I was like, wow, that's, that's very, it's very aware for yeah. you to put that and be aware of uh, like how you were raised. Too. Yeah. EQ. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> EQ, IQ. Do you believe that? Okay, fine. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there when we get there. Okay. Yeah, Bennett was so into watching himself. I was getting infuriated watching him watch himself. He was slicking his hair back watching himself. The biggest smile in the entire world. In the entire world. Um, Chris Harrison asks Ed what bothered him about Chasen. And Ed goes, a better question is what didn't bother me about Chasen? Ed is a actual character for like you cannot convince me. People are saying, you know, oh, Bennett is this evil villain, which obviously we we agree with, but more so than Bennett, Ed is a character from a movie. Okay. To me. I hope that Damar gets on Paradise. We saw Damar have a moment playing devil's advocate for Chasen, which I always love a devil's advocate because Damar is like, okay, so like, are you, are you, were you coming for Chasen? And Chasen was like, uh, okay, he's like, you're coming for Chasen because he said both women were beautiful. And Ed was like, no. It's, he said he had never felt anything b- like that before for both women. And Damar was like, well, it's possible that he had never felt anything before with Claire. And then he felt and then never felt anything before like he did with Tasha. And know? then, of course, Ed has his comment ready and uh, in that po- in that back pocket. He's the three F's, fraud, fake, and phony. Oh and phony God. is spelled with a PH, but he's too dumb to know that mean <laughs> it's really mean and hey guys Jason's not there I know and then Damar goes you talked more about Jason than you did about Tasha shade yes king Damar I trust Damar I trust Damar and I do too later on in this conversation Damar also says yes Bennett you speak down to people okay I trust we Damar too trust Damar get on the live on your Instagram and spill some tea Damar spill the tea also Damar let's remember back when Blake was saying like oh of course Easy's the number one for Tasha and I told you Damar was sitting there going like uh huh like was the only one Damar Damar knows some stuff okay we trust Damar we trust Damar at Chatty Broads. Yeah, I agree. And he was the only one really stepping into confrontations in this um, episode against the Kenny, which was, which the Kenny I, Ed Bennett Which I trio. liked because sometimes people are very obnoxious about trying to involve themselves in every conversation that doesn't involve them in the tell-alls. But Damar was like kind of inserted himself kind of perfectly into it, the certain conversations. It was just occasional. And yeah. he never was like, he never even was. He would no. just wait and he was just sitting there looking gorgeous. Yeah. I love the hair. <laughs> I love the new hair. hair. Uh, he just the Wait, perfect... he didn't have it dyed, right? No, I don't think okay. so. Because he had it bleached, which I don't think he did during the season. No, I don't good. think so. He was no but he all his style always obviously. Yeah, we were the just turtle like, Oh my god, with the with right. the, the chin. Okay. But he's just sitting there looking gorgeous and just inserting himself in the right way. Saying clever little things, too. And then every time one of the guys, I'm so sorry, I keep hitting my headphones against this mic and I'm sure it's so annoying it's okay, it's for kind, everyone. Kind of in the wrong, like, I don't know how, but I know. Sort of all I over apologize the place. if in this episode you keep hearing dings. Evan's fired. Evan, you're fired. Or I'm just moving my head too much. But, um, so, no, also, Damar, every time there'd be a moment where he'd say, well, actually, to one of the guys, and then they would try to keep arguing with him, he wouldn't 
he wouldn't ever take it too far. Mm. Like he he let he would let the other guys have the last word and just be like, all right. Yeah. And it was perfect. Well, Bennett, of course, defends Ed in that moment. Um, of course, the two of them and their weird. <laughs> so weird. And cr- and also, they're all laughing and making fun of how dumb Chasen is. And Chris Harrison's like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> stupid idiot, Chasen. Moronic. Stupid idiot. Moron- what an idiot. I mean, it was so, I could not believe that they were, ugh. it just got me so mad. I don't like when they have these, like, conversations like this with the guy and he's not in the room. Yeah, because you can kind of say whatever you want when someone's not yeah, there. Yeah, and you can We say, do it all the time on our podcast. I mean, that's what this podcast is, but <laughs> when there's an opportunity, but guess what? ABC won't let us have current people on, so we can't ask them. But you know who they could have had on was Chasen. Yes, who was involved in the drama. Correct. He probably had a wedding, COVID wedding or some shit. Who knows? <laughs> probably. So that's all. It's always that, right? Someone's probably. giving birth. I don't know. So <laughs> now we get to Noah and Bennett. Yes, now we get to Noah and Bennett. <laughs> Noah comes in hot and is like, well, I don't have any control over his insecurities. <laughs> That's the tea, which is what we've been seeing on here. I'm like, Bennett is jealous. Yes. And Noah just came in and he said exactly what we've been talking about, these insecurities. And it feels, and and Bennett's facial Bennett's facial reactions in this men tell all, we got more face movement from him than in this 10 minutes than we got from him the entire season. He was having McKenna-like facial expressions, the amount of extreme, like anytime Noah would say something, he would like rip his glasses off and bite the edge and be like, (laughs) like flinging his scarf. It was so funny. It was wild. I'm like, wait, he's normally so expressionless. And then all of a sudden it's like, what happened? What's with the Jim Carrey situation? (laughs) He's throwing his leg over (laughs) the side of the couch. (laughs) That is just too funny. This is preposterous. Oh my Um, God. And then I started thinking, oh my God, McKenna and Bennett in paradise, perhaps? Poor girl. No, she thinks she's too good for him. Like, not that she's not. She is. Sorry. Didn't mean to make that sound weird, but. <laughs> I could see him just be, oh, God, I'm just, him Him in paradise. He's going to have so many different types of shorts. Oh, you're so right. He's going to ha- bring 17 different <sighs> trunks, and they're going to be kind of sh- those shorter trunks, which no, I normally yes, like. And they're going to be, like, no, but they're going to be like. The, 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 do you know the brand Chubbies or something? Yes, and they're all they're all going to be Chubbies. Pineapples, um, uh, little sailboats. sailboats. <laughs> yeah, he's always going to have a martini in his hands the entire time because everyone's always drinking. He'll make sure he always has drinking. a martini. Everyone's always drinking. He'll always have a martini, and then he'll go up to random women and be like, "Milady, can I take you to the cabana?" <laughs> I'm sorry, I threw up a little bit in my mouth. <laughs> May I take you to the cabana? That's not okay, my, but it's true. My uh, my servant Ed has set up a picnic for oh. us. Ed's finishing making the picnic. Oh. Well, Noah, like you said, he's saying all all the things that we were saying. Now Bennett is claiming that he's never had beef with Noah, and that okay, Noah that created the this. most abs- like. Honey, we watched it back. We saw it. Like, you can't say that. Well, it was interesting, though, because 
I think what this we do see from this, though, is we don't know where this started. That's true. We don't know where it started. And then Noah says that he could tell that there was tension via comments that um, Noah had made. And he tried to let them roll off his shoulders. Yeah. But then he realized that he's meticulous. He's intentional. Now, all of a sudden, I started thinking, was he throwing these these belittling comments in Noah's direction? And some men just kept their mouth shut and were like, oh, this is just how Bennett is. Yeah. And, it's f- and it's him being funny. Yeah. And then maybe Noah's more sensitive and because he kept saying there's tension, maybe he's a little more sensitive and he was picking up on what seemed to him be like energy that Bennett didn't like Which him. Which immediately, like when Noah jumped the fence thing, Bennett was peeved. Yes, of course. Like, and Ed and Bennett were probably in the jacuzzi later that night. <laughs> you know, like this, this juvenile. <laughs> and just stirring each other up, winding each other up. What was hilarious to me was Chris Harrison giving the leading questions. So Chris Harrison like brings up the book and they bring up the gifts and they play that whole scene. And Chris is just like, so do do you believe that Bennett gave you that book with good intentions, Noah? I'm like, this line of questioning would not hold up in court. You are leading him. And Noah's like, you know, no, of course. And then he said, and then Ed, well, did you read the book? Ed, have you read the goddamn book? Why don't you shut the fuck up? Ed probably sleeps on a stack of those books, okay? you know. Do you believe that Noah read it? Probably not. I believe that Noah skimmed through it the night that probably Bennett left. Probably read some left. points. I bet the night that Bennett left, he was just like, this motherfucker, what is he trying to say about me? And skimmed through it. And yeah. maybe got his feelings hurt a little bit. I think that he probably like threw it in a suitcase and then was unpacking it and probably like sat on the floor and was like, yeah, Pick through it and I was like, huh. Yeah. Well, good points. And then he says, great shade. Love the shade. He said, yeah, I read it. It's a good book. It's a shame you've read it four times and didn't learn anything. (laughs) And then Bennett came for him. And then Bennett thinks he is swinging for the fences. (laughs) And he's just like, again, the fate. Oh my God. It doesn't, sometimes he does these things that are just so unlike how he is in general that they, I'm like taken aback. Like I stumbled with his like, oh my God, response. Good comeback. Yeah. Oh my God. And he goes, I was being nice when I said you have three of them because you lack, or he's like, I was nice when you say, wow. I was nice because uh, I said that you lack three, but you actually lack all four of them. And Ed's like, ha ha And Kenny. Kenny is Ed and Bennett part What's three. What's the deal with Kenny being on the... Kenny, look at me. We could be together. <laughs> you and I could have a future together, but you're going to have to break up with Bennett and Ed. And also you're going to have to DM her, and tell, DM her and tell her why you're on Bennett and Ed's side. Yes, actually, please let me know. First, before we start dating, let me know why you are on Bennett and Ed's side. Please and thank you. Um... Because he also, all day today, was posting, like, him and Ed were tagging each other back and forth, like, ready for the men tell all, like, winding each other up about it, super excited for their moment. You know, uh, Ed was saying, yeah, they had to bleep out everything Kenny was saying. And, oh, my God. <sighs> well, and then it became Kenny versus Noah. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? Yes, then Kenny throws shade Oh, first, though, first, Riley. Yes. Riley coming in. What did he say? I didn't write it down, but I said, yes, Riley, in my notes. He goes, hold on, hold on. Like, 
you can't tell somebody that they have 0% chance with someone else. That's so disrespectful. He's like, also what's disrespectful is you connecting Tasha's decision. Yes, and, like, and Tasha did make that, like you were questioning, yeah. Yeah, 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 you were questioning her. And yeah. also, like we were saying in one of our episodes, you can't tell somebody that they have a 0% chance. That's yeah. very, very disrespectful. Yeah. And so then for Bennett to be like, what? I was just telling him my opinion or, you know definitely Bennett wouldn't say my opinion. He would just be like, I was just telling him exactly the truth of the matter because I have high emotional oh intelligence God. and I was letting him Jesus know that there's Christ. no way that they could ever be together. Obviously, I was right. Look, here he sits with us. Ugh. I hated I hated that Noah didn't get picked to go farther just to just for him not to be at the mental all and Bennett not oh, to have that. True. I would have loved to just have Bennett go off about Noah without Noah being there because Noah was like in the top four. Yeah, true. That would have been the greatest it made irony. Me sad. It made well, me sad. when Ke- then what did Kenny say that warranted this? What did Kenny say before Noah gave his fire ass? Well, Kenny makes some comment. He was just like, well, she didn't. Uh, he goes off, I think, because did of he Riley. Call, did he call Noah drunk? Yeah, he, he said when, when Riley was trying to defend the situation somewhat, yeah. Kenny then made some comment about like, that night he was drunk and then he got a rose while he was drunk and da da da. And I'm so he called him a like he called him. I don't know if he called him a drunk, but he said you were drunk and was kind of alluding to him being like okay. a party boy. And then it all and then it all starts falling together for me. I'm OK, like, why is Kenny on Bennett and Ed's side? It's because the night Kenny got sent home was the night that he didn't get to talk to Tasha because Noah was like, hey, so now Kenny's oh. taking, honey, sweetheart, look me in the eyes, Kenny. Don't take it personally, okay? This isn't about you. She obviously hadn't seen your photos online. <laughs> it's not about you. He takes it personally, and now he's going for Noah. And it's like, no, you're don't the join reason, the wrong right, team. He's like, you're the reason so many people went home that night. Yes, don't be on the wrong side of history, sweetie. It's not about you. <laughs> And then Noah says that's a lot coming from the drunk One Direction manager <laughs> with stars tattooed. All he came for the star. He came for the stars. Finally, someone acknowledges the stars. Finally, someone sees it. I was quaking. Oh my god! I was literally like on the. I was watching this uh, by the way while I was on the treadmill, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted Kenny to be like, the stars mean a lot to me. You wouldn't know anything about being a star. (laughs) Eyes tearing up. If you came to me for management, I would never sign you. I know the it factor when I see it. You do not have it, Noah. I know the it factor when I see it. I know what young girls want. We're like, Kenny, no, stop. (laughs) Kenny, you're already ruining it. Stop. (laughs) <laughs> oh my okay. god okay so well um well then it is like when else was i condescending can someone give me time stamps receipts on when exactly i, I mean, was for condescending the, for the love of god please tell me the day and time and what did we have for breakfast for the love of god and then our new king blake comes forward and is like there are times when you're just you know eh. <laughs> like that's kind of he's like eh, it's like it wasn't are, for me are. personally yeah. but you can be that way and then damar came forward as well and said like from an unbiased opinion you know 
And then he said something about Bennett being condescending about age. And Bennett's like, it's not about age. And I'm like, okay, except for the bazillion comments you made calling him a baby, a child, a teenager, a 14-year-old. One example to say, excuse me, Bennett, how are you condescending? You called him young Noah to his face and to the lead and to all the men the entire time. I'm not here to be a mentor. I'm not here to breastfeed him. Your milk is sour, Bennett. He wouldn't even want it. Every (laughs) single, it's dried up. Shriveled. Like your tiny little balls. Um, that's weird. So, (laughs) uh, but I'm like, Bennett, literally every insult you ever lobbied at Noah, except for emotional intelligence, which is just, you know, the irony is thick. So thick. It's every single single insult was about relating to some sort of child some sort of ageist remark yes exactly and i believe too like they obviously had a problem with chasen and i think chasen was one of the younger ones too and oh at one point too bennett was just like you project you project because of the way i look the way i dress the way oh, i carry yes, he, myself he goes i know i have this way. look and feel and I'm sorry if that offended you. And he's like, you project my, the way my resume, he said. It's just like, oh, geez. your resume. I mean, no one gives a fuck about your resume. <sighs> On this show, Bennett, nobody cares. No, okay? no one cares. Listen, maybe in real life. What's your IG following, Bennett? Hmm. That's currency like over here. killing it right now. Are you serious? Yeah, I think more so than most of the guys. Do you think people are hate following him? I don't know. I think they're maybe or maybe they got him in the beginning. Him. Let's see. Yeah. Bennett. But Bennett, when you're on the show, nobody cares yeah, about your resume. Yeah, he is kind of killing it. He's killing it. And he gets a lot of likes. What the? And there's Bachelor Nation people liking his stuff. I don't get it. Mm-mm, I don't. I find Do you know him- who loves him? Which makes my... Rachel. My, yeah, Rachel loves him. Makes my heart hurt. But other people like Because I worship everything she does. Other people liking this. Claire, Chelsea for my season, Ashley, I. Y'all, what are you doing? Maybe they're scared of him. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, oh, we, yeah. I don't, oh. Well, he doesn't realize that when you're on The Bachelor, sir, or when you're <sighs> on The Bachelorette, the other contestants don't care about your resume. What's cared about is if the lead likes you or not. Mm. That's the competition. Who likes you? Not what do you do? Yeah, okay? totally. Maybe in real life, you're used to people being... Nervous. You like being better than other people because of your resume or how much money you make right, or, or maybe, whatever. Maybe even in real life, other people are like, oh, my God, like so impressed when they hear his resume and they yeah. hear about, you know, all of his money. But yeah. when you're all on La Quinta, in La Quinta the entire time, you can't really show off your wealth. Yeah. You're all in the same situation. And yeah. What the competition is, is does the lead like you or not? Yeah. <gasps> yep. I'm with you on that one. Well, so... <laughs> and is that one that Noah says he's like uh, the he's apology? Like, yeah, he's like I I could accept apology if it was yeah because real Chris Harrison don't feel like it was Chris Harrison yeah do you have any last words and then Bennett's like I'm sorry for the way I look and who I am and if it affects you it's like well that's not oh. an apology but okay I'm gonna start using that one actually though I like it <laughs> I'm sorry for like I'm sorry if like my look and how I carry myself and like the way people love me if that if that offends you or hurts you in some way. <laughs> Sorry if my stunning eyes like and when we fuck up on chatty broads, you. should we do that? Like, I'm sorry that we that our successful podcast where we're so charming and interesting 
said something that you find that you or no not even said something i'm sorry that like our wit and our charm and our successful podcast like hurt you in some way for some reason i'm sorry if i made you feel insecure <laughs> it's you never my at the intention. top of an episode and we're apologizing can you imagine i mean really the like, lack of self-awareness that. it's wild it's wild now here's my theory so i don't think i like you were saying i think Chris Harrison was was setting up questions uh, to question Noah. He was not coming in. He did not confront Bennett in any way. Right. Mm. So it was it definitely felt like Noah wasn't able to explain himself like he should have been able to in this circumstance. Mm. And even at the end, Chris Harrison cut him off because Chris Harrison said any last words and he let Bennett have the, his last word. And then Noah was responding. And then he Chris and then cut it off. And then Noah was like, wait, but I uh, and then Chris cut it off now. I truly believe in my heart of hearts that Chris Harrison had like has a relationship with Bennett. Like 100%. Chris Do you Harrison think he's his wealth manager? Yes. Chris Harrison is a very wealthy person, right? He he Wait, do you actually think that that could be it? I don't think that he's his wealth ma- oh. in wealth management, but obviously we saw especially in this season that we saw that Chris Harrison was working out with Ben, that Chris Harrison spends time with the men. Mm. What if like off off the clock, Chris Harrison was like playing mm. a round of tennis with Bennett. What if there was a relationship? You know Noah. There's no way Noah is hanging out with Chris Harrison. But Bennett and Chris Harrison probably have friends in the same fields. Mm. Bennett's probably just like, oh, you know, um, you know, uh, Philip. Philip who works at a Sackman Goldmax, <laughs> yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah, he represents. He represented my 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 dear friend William and the, the one when he had the case against and Chris yes. Harrison was like, oh my goodness, the Bromsteins. Yes, the Br- <laughs> yes, yeah. Oh, I I've been friends with the Bromsteins for years. <laughs> I didn't know that you were all. I have a feeling that these two have a relationship outside. I hate that. But don't can't you see it? Yes, I have a feeling that they have a relationship outside of it, and that and that. Chris Harrison is very hands off from Noah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I also think that they want to create some sort of arc for Bennett on Paradise. Yeah. I see. No, I'm just projecting. Never mind. No, I'm just projecting. I'm for some reason I'm projecting myself onto Noah throughout this whole experience. I mean, I get it. I'm associating myself with him for some reason. And I I think that's why uh, what Nick has been doing. And people say that Nick really likes Noah. Yes, yeah, me and Nick. We mm-hmm. see eye to eye on some things. Uh, I will be listening to that interview, and I'm very curious. Yeah, see, you're right. Nick's like, it was like when he was associating himself with Pete. He's like, ah, a young, hot bachelorette <laughs> contestant like myself in my younger years. <laughs> we love you, Nick. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I had this weird feeling that I'm like, why do I feel like produ- production is like not fully behind Noah for some reason? I don't think that that's um, that is far necessarily far fetched. Yeah. Why do I get that vibe? Well, I think there's definitely like, you know, Noah having gone on a couple live streams and. Maybe. If I was in Noah's position, position. He was like kind of doing these recaps that I was like, my guy, I don't know if I would if I would say this because production may not be be pleased. And it made me feel like maybe 
Noah feels like he was done dirty in some mm. way. And so he's frustrated. So like, I almost feel like I could see them not bringing him on paradise, but I think they will. But there's like a third. I feel like there's like a 30% chance that they won't ask him on paradise. I'm going to up that percentage and say 50. Shit. Mm-hmm. See, okay, so you agree. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't know if they can pass up the opportunity between a Noah and Bennett drama. That, and there comes the other percentage. That's why I said 70% yeah. that he will be on because of Bennett. Because Bennett is so triggered by him. They will have Bennett on Paradise. Bennett already has bought all of his sh- trunks. Like, Bennett has all of his suitcases packed already. Um, he will be on Paradise. And if him and Noah wouldn't have had as, as long of a confrontation, I don't think that they would have had Noah on. Yeah. He would have been someone that sort of just like slipped under the radar. But I also don't think that they're going to have Spencer or Chasen on or else I think they would have had them on the mental. Yeah, all. I mean, I agree with that. Which is crazy to me because I feel like all the girls that have been like just dreamy eyed over Chasen and Spencer because they're both so cute. They might have Chasen. I mean, Chasen might not have been able to make it because of some sort of. True. Prior engagement. I could see them having Jason on. I don't think they'll have Spencer on, but probably because he's just awkward on camera. Like if she said he's an awkward conversationalist. But remember, he was our tea king. I know. We need him. I, I, I don't know. Oh, by the way, speaking of paradise, quick little note. Ed, okay, apparently Rudy from Listen to Your Heart, who was with Matt, uh, has like a major crush on Ed. And so will they put some listen to your heart cast folk on I can see them bringing Rudy on. I think they'll bring Rudy on for Ed. And I say, Rudy, how come? <laughs> Peril, why? Rudy, you stunning, talented, funny queen. How come? <laughs> what is it about him? Send me a DM. I'm very curious. He's the royal joker in the court and our queen apparently, I don't even know. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Anyways, <sighs> um, so then Chris Harrison wants to talk about Blake's date and that's when he throws out the shaman sex guru and, and disrespects, oh, I believe, Gita by so getting, you know, things wrong. That's when the chakra woman is, is was saying like, Pure and simple <laughs> energy, magic, pure, beautiful magic over Blake's dick. And that's why I'm like, okay, I like this fantasy of me hooking up with him in college. Yes, yes. I'm here for it. And he did, when he looked when he looked at Chris Harrison afterwards, he did a big sigh and he goes, I'm not shy. <laughs> I, love- I love him. Like, do I want to marry him? No, he's not my type. No. But like, like I said, would I have fucked him in college? Yes. For sure. For sure. Love yes. him. Yes. Um, Making me kind of horny. I'm like, why am I sort of into this guy now? Okay. Okay. Are you not? Am I no, not the only no, one? Becca, I'm so, I'm, I'm legit. Feel, I feel so embarrassed saying this. And I don't. But when he was looking into her eyes and I we saw his like looking into her eyes, his smoldering. Obviously, she wasn't into it, but seeing his. I'm sexually into him. I was sexually into him, too. What's the deal? I don't (laughs) know. And then she's doing this whole energy and I'm just like, he kind of fulfills this fantasy of just being like this kind of like really nice, but like really kind of horny dude who's probably into some freaky shit. And he kind of like confidently was just laying there holding Tasha's hand like and she was just swinging the pendulum over his dick and he was not like laughing or embarrassed. He was just like, yeah, it is what it it is. (laughs) What can I say? 
<laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm so I've been sexually attracted to him during this too. Oh, what's happening? I don't know, but I'm fine with it. He's yeah. nice. Who do we see him with? I I said Hannah Ann a long time ago and I stay I stand by that. I didn't necessarily feel that exact way in the moment you said that. I'm like, yeah, maybe I could see it, but I don't know from her end, but now after watching this, I feel like he grows on you. Because also like, okay, she's doing her whole like baking cooking thing. I pop in on her Instagram every now and yes. then. She's doing like baking stuff. He's all into animals. Like I see them being like a really wholesome couple. Yes. And like having kids together. Yes. Now, Blake is from Canada. Speaking of Canadian, maybe McKenna. She loves to sing and dance and be silly. No, I don't see them together. You don't? Okay. Didn't you say Bennett and McKenna a second ago? Where, where's McKenna coming out of? Nowhere? Because I know she'll be on Paradise. Mm. Because I think she's currently writing the producers a letter every single week to be like, please don't I forget I want to know who Maddie's going to end up with. I don't think Maddie will be on Paradise. Are you serious? <coughs> Why? I don't know. I just you don't think feeling. like she'll want to go on? Mm -mm. I just have this feeling that I feel like she won't want to be on. I could see that. But like if she was to have a crush on one of the guys, like I want to know. I'm really curious about like who she would I would see her with more of like a surfer type. But remember we talked about no, maybe Noah. Maybe Maddie and Noah. Yeah. They both have the youth group thing. Nice people. True. She showed herself to be a nice, nice person. If, oh, 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 oh. If Brendan and Tasha don't get together, Brendan has been posting on his Instagram the past couple days all about church and Jesus. I've been noticing. You never know. Interesting. But he was married before. Yeah, I don't think Maddie would yeah, like that. I, yeah. Mr. Pruitt would be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not going to happen. No, 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 Madison. <laughs> I could see Maddie being into Noah. And I could see the, I could see them both being into each other. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. I'm, I'm actually here for it. You know, I yeah, was, I, I was very critical of Maddie, but I'm fine with her now. We moved past it. <laughs> we moved past it. We move on eventually. I don't think she knows who I am. But no, I, I think she's like, I feel like she's shown herself to just be like a nice, a nice girl. Yeah. Nice I think so girl. too. Yeah. Um, well, uh, then we get a glimpse of Ed and Chris Harrison's night together, which by the way, Chris Harrison initially threw out um, that there was a gentleman who tried to get some extra time and it didn't go well for him or me. And at first, that sly comment about how Chris Harrison hated being with Ed, you saw Ed just look even more sad somehow than he already looks anyways. But then at the very end, Chris Harrison wrapped it by being like, our time together was actually pretty nice. Yes. And Ed like blissed out. He was just like, yes. He's like, you're, Ed was like, you're a wealthy man. I thought I could learn something from you. We talked about what uh, what fun to move, like what what uh, what coast we were going to move your money into. That was hilarious. Offshore accounts. When we see the clip and Ed's like, you, if I have a comment, it's you don't knock anymore when you come in. That was so funny to He's me. He's just like explaining to him and, and Chris Harrison's just like stirring his red wine and just, it's interesting, Ed. <laughs> Okay, I'll consider that next time. He's to the producer, she's like, it's three fucking a.m. Get him out. We got the clip. We got the shot. I thought this was just going to be a short shtick. Oh, my God. Um, now, then we also cut to Blake waxing Kenny. What was this for? Why was this? He was waxing Kenny's pubes because Kenny needed, needs to be completely clean at all times. A king for you. A king for me. You know... I wish we had an ad for Manscaped right now because I would be like, Kenny, my guy, you know what you don't need? You don't need to be waxing if you got Manscaped, the lawnmower, okay? Manscaped's amazing, Manscaped is incredible. Like, that thing has a little light on it. Like, I know it's for men, but 
it's amazing for women. Like, oh, oh, it's incredible for all. Also, yeah. though, like they're like the like the ball deodorant and everything is like it, I no, it's I, I, this I, is a free ad for I'm Manscaped right now. With but Manscaped. I love it. They've yeah. got like yeah, I really like. They've got good products. I wish I could give it to like every man in my life without it being awkward because yeah. I feel like they would just enjoy it, even if like you're not one to shave. Like it's all also, the deodorants and everything. Well, that's what fine. I'm saying. It's nice for women too, though, with the with the electric razor because it's like it's very sleek it's just mm-hmm. simple black cordless and i love the light is the light's everything crazy feature sometimes you don't really know where you're going totally i love to shave in pitch blackness you live a little you yeah know? just live on the edge just, oh I, my god i like to just <sighs> no at the manscape light i like to just pretend like i'm like cave diving what is that called spelunking, spelunking. <laughs> that is such a gross word to use in reference to your vagina Spelunk. Again, her, I'm her gagging. And I, we the spelunk sometimes. Together. Oh my god, that's so gross. Okay. Well, we see him waxing Kenny's pubes, and it was somehow I wasn't surprised at all. I was like, somehow I, yeah. I just pictured Blake doing this yeah, for Kenny, sense. like in my fantasies. Yeah. And I love that we saw it, and I'm so obsessed that Blake was just like, "Yep, who else was going to do it?" And Kenny was just like, "I needed to have it done." Yeah. I'm like we love, we love some confidence love up in that. here, you know. Yeah, so this is definitely, it was definitely, an ex- I noted here is like, this is an expedited mental. We are moving fast. Moving quickly. Uh, okay. Um, then, yes, Chris Harrison brings up Claire. Finally, we have mention of our first Bachelorette. Who I and forgot. There is, yes, same. <coughs> and there is visceral pain in Jason's eyes still. They cut to Jason and I'm like, Jason's still not over Claire. Jason's still in love with her. Jason is still in love with her. 100% what this showed me is speaking of paradise is that Jason will be on paradise. And I know we talked about this. He will be on paradise and Claire will show up with Dale as an example of quick, true love. And they'll be like, it could happen with... Probably. And Jason's just going to be in the back just like... Oh my god, <laughs> guys! No, I gotta go. I gotta go. And then it cuts to the men comforting him. Yeah, totally. All the guys Having around him, just like, it's okay, it's okay. And like somehow he pulls out that dress that we thought he burned, and he was just like, "I took it. I took the remains. Of it. I couldn't forget." He has a little just, urn that he's carrying around. He's it's with the ashes of the, the dress, <laughs> getting high off of the fumes of her burnt polyester. Well, he okay. Then we have to watch Yosef again. And we had to rewatch this scene and I forgot what a horrible human being I he is. I forgot. Yeah, we didn't pick up on one thing that he said which was crazy that the nakedness would be a bad example to his daughter. But like that was what he said. He was like, "Why would I do that? That would be like such a bad example to my daughter." Yes. Fixated, of course, on like showing his daughter the nudity with no thought to how he is talking or the things he is saying as a bad example to his daughter no unbelievable no unbelievable and that was just like that insane patriarchal puritan puritanical thing of like somehow showing your body is worse than hurling insults berating a woman woman. yeah publicly on top of it all well I can say this confidently, and I think everyone at this point will agree, especially at, at the wrap of this. He is trash. truly, truly the most villainous person we've seen on the show. Total him, and, trash. him and Chad, ha- hand in hand. Totally. And Chad even had where he would try to be comical. So there was that. And it was sometimes funny. Even through the horror, he would try to be funny. Yosef, 
No. Is, is I think, the most villainous person we've ever seen. Yosef, after that clip, when he was just being like this insane amount of disrespect and rudeness, he was smiling. Smiling, watching himself. He was smirking. Back. Like, he thought it was funny. He loved it. Now, I was, by the way, I was dying when Chris was talking to Yosef and, and Yosef was like, well, there were red flags before the strip dodgeball game. But after that, when I saw the humiliation for the losing team, Kenny. Oh, my God. Was legit squinting at him and was just like, I was waiting for this moment. And in fact, I liked it so much. I wore my blue jock strap under my suit that night at the rose ceremony, <laughs> which he did, by the way. He talked about it. I'm and sure he loved it. He loved it. And he was just like. What is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, he said, I don't exactly. Yosef said, I don't regret sticking up for those guys. And all the every guy in the room was like, every single guy was just like, yeah. And then, then Kenny. And that, this was the one moment. Except for, maybe Brendan, who wasn't there. Right. But then <laughs> Brendan said that he wasn't comfortable. And that was something which obviously you, we t talked about before how we felt about that date. And we thought it was yeah. inappropriate. But oopsie. But um. I thought one of the one of the shining moments for my man, Kenny, on the episode was when all of a sudden he says to Yosef, hey, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure half of the guys who were on the losing team are in this room. And we all could have said we didn't want to do that. And he I, said, you're making us look like dicks for doing. Yes. It. It's like we we were we were we made the choice to do this. And then you tr continually talking about this and saying how humiliating it was. Made it hard, which I didn't. I hadn't even thought. No, about. me neither. Of how of how Yosef was insulting all of them by saying that they were just like cucks for going along. Yes, with it. I hadn't even thought about how from there and they were probably like, oh, was that a? Did I? Should I have? And then all of a sudden they were spiraling about it too. I couldn't even believe. Well, and then of course Jason. <laughs> <laughs> he, they had the men had to hold him down. They were having to hold him down. Jason was just like... <laughs> Tears streaming down his face. My princess. <laughs> Don't just make up her that way. Oh, Jason's blood was boiling. I don't even know what he said. All I noticed is when he said, shut the fuck up, Yosef. And I was like... <laughs> Security. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All I bet I'm saying is Yosef better <laughs> run to his car quick because Jason is chasing you down in the parking lot. And that's a fact. Like he's about to start a confrontation. Oh, my God. Well, he was so defensive. Of her. It was really cute, actually. And I then when we found out, he says he has no regrets. Oh, my God. Couldn't believe it. OK, it gets even worse. I love how Riley goes, you're a <laughs> You're a terrible person. <laughs> Ladies, watch out for this man. You're a terrible person. I love that so much. It was just like, it was just quick fact. You're a terrible person. <laughs> Not going to say much more than that. Ladies, heads up. Um, also, just like, so you know, the night that Yosef's episode aired where he screamed at Claire, I, for, I don't know if I ever talked about this on the podcast. I was watching his Insta stories like the next day after we had recorded oh and he was posting he was at like a they went he went out to dinner with like 15 friends and they were all cheersing him and like celebrating how he treated Claire and he had like three blondes on his lap and like 
the girls you were like, fucking, oh my God. Like, yeah. That's some Leo shit. It was next to- level Leo shit. Yeah. Leo's pretty villainous. He is pretty villainous. They should hang out. Those two are, would be cool. No, they quite shouldn't a pair. hang out. <laughs> no, don't. But ever. maybe they should because maybe they'll destroy each other. The power will, the horrific power will be too great. It'll just combust. <sighs> Disgusting. Okay. Well, then Le- Benny, Leo, Bennett that's their decides couple name. To, what Leo. is it? Leo. Leo? Leo. Oh. That's their couple name together. Or Yoli. Yoli. <laughs> or Lisa. I like that too. Uh, Bennett is then lecturing him too, you know? I'm like, Bennett, if at this point you want to mention emotional intelligence, that would be great. Like, why don't you say it now? Okay, because this is an example of, you know, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. I mean, what really, like, turned my stomach and just, like, blew me away in a way that it was unbelievable. Was it Bennett or who asked him, how would you feel if someone talked to your daughter like that? Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison asked that question? Yeah, and by the way, hey, everybody, you know it's real bad when the host when the is host coming for you. is just like, so I'm going to give you a chance right now and is having that moment with him. And and Chris Harrison says, so we're clear. Watching that back, you wouldn't have any problem if someone spoke to your daughter like that. And Yosef says this was just like, I mean, it just made me, it like actually made me sick to my stomach. He just goes, yeah, if my daughter did something like that, I would hope someone would call her out. Turn the TV off. Turn, I, like, I, I, it was it was hard for me to keep just watching the show. I was like, I can't. I'm I mean, done. what he was doing was definitely a form of like emotional and verbal abuse. Yes. To Claire. And yes. so I'm like, oh, you're okay with someone like verbally abusing your daughter. Yes. Fully okay with it. Well, actually, that's not surprising because I'm sure you verbally and emotionally abuse people in your life regularly since it came out on TV within one week of you being filmed. And you're smiling and you're celebrating watching it back with friends. Like you're bringing your friends to watch it. You're proud of of what you did. I mean, that is what always freaks me out about people on the show sometimes is I'm like, it took like less than eight days for you to fully show that you're a fucking freak. Like, you are a horrible person. And then he doubles down by being like, I don't care. And then Chris Harrison says, I rarely do the... He's like... I know, oh, no. I rarely do this. I know, I, and I wrote, I rarely do the right thing. <laughs> but I'm going to say something right now, <laughs> okay? I, I rarely do this, but I want to help you, man. I'm going to help you help yourself. That wasn't a good look. I'm like, a little bit beyond that, Chris, I would say. Um, but I would love if you could just see that and apologize to Claire. And Yosef is like, I'm not going to apologize to Claire. And I don't care what these guys think of me. And I'm like, cool. Get out of the studio. We never want to see you again. You're disgusting. And I will be thinking truly of your daughter like every day. Truly. What a scumbag. The definition of. Well, moving on, because mm-hmm. I, can, I literally can't handle him. Um, Tasha ends up showing up. The men are breathless when she walks in. Literally, they, they're catching their breath. They cannot believe they are seeing Tasha again. Um, but like I said, she just seemed sad to me. Mm. Maybe it was she was, like you said, just overwhelmed, like seeing all the men again, which is a huge possibility, obviously. Um, but Chris Harrison definitely wants to start by clearing the air that there have been some elaborate rumors that this was a setup and that Tasha was there from the start. I'm like, oh, so you've been listening to our podcast? Uh-huh. <laughs> Hi, Chris. But by the way, I would like to make something very clear for all of our listeners. Broads, let's talk about the wording. 
in this. Okay. Okay. Chris Harrison specifically says Tasha was there. Uh, the elaborate rumors that this was a setup and Tasha was there from the start. Then Tasha makes a comment about, yeah, I wish I would have been there from the start. I would have had more prep time. Um, and then they say, let's talk about the day that you were called. And she was like, like I've said, I was in bed reading and eating donuts. And then from there, it was about 48 hours before I rolled onto the property. Okay. Yeah. I then, noticed, I, I know where you're, what you're getting at. And I noticed the wording of this too. There's never anything specific. Uh, because Chris Harrison said you, that you weren't there from the start, which is true. She came like a week into Claire's filming. Okay. But then they, they do end up saying that, um, they do end up saying that she, they weren't sure what would happen with Dale and Claire. Yes. And so they do admit that she was on the property before. Before they got engaged. Yeah. But they want it to be like really clear that like. That it wasn't planned months in advance. Like, sure. Okay. Well, yeah, you didn't tell Tasha about it months in advance. Maybe Chris Harrison didn't get told about it months in advance. Right. And I fully believe that that Tasha, like she said, was called while she was sitting on her bed eating donuts. She had 48 hours to get herself to La Quinta to start quarantining. Yeah. Yeah. And be ready and waiting for if Dale. I don't think they they're not quarantined in the two weeks. Like, I think they're literally just doing rapid testing. Like, I think that I I don't think she was there for that long. Yeah, maybe probably. Yeah, maybe several days. Yeah, maybe four to five days. But she was she was there before they got engaged. Like and and I will I no. And it was planned beforehand. I mean, like it doesn't say anything that Tasha was given no notice. I mean, they called Ari the night before. They said you're flying out tomorrow morning to New York to be on Good Morning America to announce that you're the Bachelor. Yeah, like she- they do this to the leads all the time. Yes. You know, with this last minute notice, it's no different with Tasha and her. That doesn't mean that they didn't have it planned. Um, I mean, the rest of the episode was just kind of a wash, to be honest. Not that it. I mean. It, Okay, she tells Bennett she just wasn't that into him. Yeah, Blake. They go over the breakup with Blake. Yeah, Blake, um, you know, obviously has, he then, (laughs) because he didn't ask, because he didn't ask in the moment, he then was just like, well, can you, can you tell me why? Like, I've been going over it for so long and I was like. No, he was like, do you, do you regret it? Like, do you think, do you think that if we had more time that we could have worked out? And she's just like, honey, No. She's like, remember how time like, time wasn't the only reason. She's like, sweet Blake, do you remember how like you thought that you'd never be able to get over Claire? You're gonna be fine. <laughs> remember how you were panicking and almost left, and now we're here. Be a lot of cute girls in your DMs. You're gonna find someone. You're gonna, get you're gonna over find it, someone real quick. Oh, and then the Riley breakup. I mean, that conversation was. I love that she really made an emphasis on like I did not break up with you because of like, please don't stop sharing. Please don't stop. Don't stop, you know, opening up. Please don't stop getting vulnerable. And I love that she really put an emphasis on that in their conversation. Yeah. And I feel like he then got a lot of, um, he just was able to get reassurance by what she was saying because he said he was scared after everything was done filming that maybe he scared her off by opening up with his vulnerability, yeah. which obviously I'm sure is a huge fear for so many people who struggle with being vulnerable all of a sudden, then they are vulnerable and then the person ends up leaving. It's like, oh my God, was that just too much? And so she obviously confirms to him, yeah. like, no, it has nothing to do with that. And then he was, um, you know, 
able to have that moment with her, yeah. which was so sweet. Yeah. Um, you know, and then there's the bloopers, which the only thing that I have to say from the bloopers is that I wish that we because we got some Claire bloopers that were super cute. I wish that we had seen more of that side of Claire. Yeah. All they showed us was like serious, like weeping. Being cringy over Dale. Yes, which I felt like this was kind of a confirmation of the editing that I'm like, look at, and all the guys were laughing at Claire and they didn't look like they had any animosity towards no, her. All the guys liked her. Yeah. Like, obviously Jason, you know, is, <laughs> obviously Jason is was banking on their breakup. Every time, every time Claire came on the screen with the bloopers, Jason like held back like a huge tear. Sobbing, <laughs> 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 they had to cut his mic. <laughs> Jason's mic was unplugged that entire time as you heard him weeping in the background. We also saw a fun side of Zach too. We saw Zach dancing and yes, being silly. We saw we Zach really dancing. We, I mean, we haven't seen a lot of, of silly Zach, and maybe that's why I sort of creeped out by him. Is they've all they're always highlighting these these instances of him being really intense and like really serious. Yeah, and. and I think that I want to see more of the fun side of him that I'm sure Tasha sees. Well, and hopefully in tomorrow's episode, we are going to see more of Zach because they'll have like a full oh, date God, to themselves. I can't even imagine the drama, though. We already saw what happened when he just mentioned his parents last week. I know. I'm so nervous. I'm really, really nervous about that. I'm also uh, really nervous about Brendan now after that preview mm. that he's all of a sudden like nervous and like unsure he seems nervous and unsure in the preview also we see ben and i don't i can't tell if it's editing or not ben saying that he's not in love with her editing you think it's editing fully okay we'll see we'll see but that's gonna be airing or that's airing today if you're listening to this on tuesday that's airing on tuesday so the recap will be out first thing wednesday morning oh my goodness um but I'm really excited and I don't know how, I'm so curious how they're going to do the hometowns just like on the looking to property I guess I don't yeah, know Yeah, each family gets a villa like I'm like oh my god these people have had to leave their jobs and whatever like I know be there for a week also god. like what an interesting thing to think about having a hometown for the first time off of someone's like where someone kind of has like home plate a little bit mm. The feeling a of like the lead. Vulnerable. Oh, yeah. The yeah. lead comes in and they're all like shy with like a gift, you know? Right. And it's like, like this is our like, home versus when you're removing the family. I wonder if there's going to be a little more like vulnerability Absolutely. from both sides. I think that that is a perceptive thing to, for sure. You always see the dads and the moms being like, this is our house. Yes. This is our daughter <laughs> kind of thing. Don't you look at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, now they're just like in some hotel suite. I don't know about where you, they've but just we been... pray over our meals. <laughs> like, oh, sorry. I started eating one bite. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, they're in some hotel suite where they've been eating like veggie calzone for the past yes. like four days or whatever they have on the Mom's hotel menu. Mom's been taking some hot dips in those pools and been getting her tan on. Maybe everyone's a little mm -hmm. more relaxed because okay. everyone's been quarantined up for many, many months and now they're having a little vacay moment. Maybe everybody's going to be allowed relaxed. to use the spa facilities and they are going to be on edge when they've been trapped in that villa for a week and a half now. we shall see indeed well Can't broads wait. we will chat with you tomorrow and uh oof. so we will chat very soon we will chat very soon bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.